Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Kingdom Come, which collects issues one to four of the 1996 DC comic series from Alex Ross and Mark Wade. Benjamin, the whole conceit of the intro to this uh, this podcast, Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, is that you say the name of the comic and then you say the phrase, Collecting Issues, one to four. Is that not four. what I said? No, you said, Kingdom Come, which collects issues. <laughs> the name of this podcast isn't the Witch Collects podcast. Look at it. We're going to run with it anyway, Ben. This week on Comic Books B... What's it called? Collecting Witch Issues. Collects. I've forgotten now, too. <laughs> this week on Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, we're looking at Kingdom Come, Ben. Yeah, this week on Comic Book Pile, um, we're looking at a kind of a, a rather famous 90s uh, comic book series by Alex Frost and Mark Wade. It's a bloody, bloody big one this week, Michael. This is a, a landmark DC it's from, gig. It's from the 90s, is it, Benjamin? It's from the 90s, 1996 to be precise. Benjamin, tell us, uh, us us listeners and readers. Although, Ben, anyone who's listening to this issue, this issue of Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, has obviously already read this comic. Why don't you tell us what was going on in comics in the 90s? Oh, Michael, it was, it was, it was the twilight of the hero, Michael. Right, it was on. Deconstructionist 101. It was looking at the lads in the big bright costumes and going, eh, well, what if... Yeah. What if, right? The yeah. brightest, the brightest lights uh, shine the darkest shadows. Michael, what's uh, oh, what are oh. the dark sides to the soups? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what sort of characters did we get as a result of that? Oh well, I'd, I'd say the one that most listeners are are most familiar with now, mainly because Marvel bashes you in the face with him every opportunity they get is Deadpool. Deadpool. Um, yeah. He's kind of. I I would look at him as one of the. I guess one of the real consequences of the 90s in terms of very self-aware very um very much pointing the finger at lots of comic book tropes and deconstructing them but it was also heavy render time michael it was mm. it was epic anti-hero violence cranked up to the nine cable oh we had a cable pouches were in michael pouches the wildcats oh uh, michael we had cyber force storm and uh, it was all—it was all very serious, Michael. They took yeah. themselves very serious. Yeah. Um, and in response to that, quite a few of the—how am I going to put this now? The Illuminati. The Illuminati got together, Michael. Like, well, this is no bloody good. Um, no, what happened was, Michael, a lot of the the larger creators kind of ran with this team. This was all kicked off by Alan Moore, I suppose. Um, in in Watchmen, just a little bit earlier than that, this idea of. Jesus, superheroes are a bunch of bastards, aren't they? The Dark oh, Knight the Returns and, and Watchmen would have been these two watershed moments for comics where they're like, oh, <laughs> Batman thinks he's doing a good job, but what if he's just beating up poor people? He's just beating um, up poor people, Ben. They're just earning a crust. <laughs> they're just earning a crust, as yeah. the parlance would go. Yes. Yeah, so that, that, was, that was really what informed a lot of this. And comic books got very dark, Michael, mm. <laughs> for a little they, while there. Cable would kill a man. Uh, not a bother not you shoot a bother. him in the head you throw a grenade the, at him the most common sound effect uh, used in comic books with cable in them is the, is the sound chock and chock. it was used almost exclusively for when he snapped somebody's neck in a horrific fashion oh cable what about uh, it cable no good lots of guns big old big old boy um, with lots of guns so that's kind of the era that we're walking into 
1996, Ben. How old were you in 1996? In 1996, Michael, I was but five years old. Wow, a, a babe in swaddling clothes. A babe in swaddling clothes. I didn't read Bloody Kingdom Come when it came out, I'll tell you that much. No, it would have been too complex for you, Ben. You wouldn't would have been, have been able a little to, bit too complex. You wouldn't have been able to understand the issues raised. Yes, I probably would have enjoyed it, though, for the pictures. They had very mm. nice pictures, Michael. Good pictures. Um, so that brings us, I suppose, to the man whose who's brain baby this is, and that's Alex Ross. Um, Alex Ross was just wrapping up on another huge kind of landmark comic book series, and that's one that we've reviewed on this podcast before, Michael. Marvels. Oh, I've seen it and read it, Ben. We covered it on a previous episode of Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. Yes, of Comic Pile, the bi-weekly comic book club. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we did absolutely. And uh, you can go check that out now. But basically, he was finishing that up and he, he kind of... He got the notion, Michael, because he played around with that kind of realistic consequences of superheroes trope yeah. in Marvel. So there was a little yeah. bit of that being thrown around there. Yeah. And he went, oh, you know who has the big superheroes? You know who has the real... The icons. The, the real icons is DC. I wonder mm-hmm. if you pull this off with them. Um, it's, it's interesting, Ben, isn't it, though, that, I mean, the classically throughout comic book history, the... the the layman's distinction between Marvel and DC is that Marvel's comics characters were grounded, down-to-earth, normal people with superpowers. And DC's characters were icons and gods and, you know, invincible beings. And that's very much seen in the distinction between Marvel's and this. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah. Because it, the the whole idea of legacy and pantheon and myth-making is, is really what's explored here. Yeah. Um. As opposed yeah. to Marvels, which was about a photographer on the ground taking pictures of Spider-Man's bottom. Oh, that's that's very good. That's, Isn't, that that, Isn't, that's that that's, Isn't that interesting, though? Isn't that interesting? That's why one. you're here. That's, that's why you're here. Look at that. I'm always reading comics, Ben, and going, hmm. Isn't that interesting? Isn't, Isn't that, that interesting? distinct from one another? Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's exactly what happened here, Michael. Even down to the narrative device used. Um, I, I suppose there was an attempt to bring in an everyman, Michael. Yes. Um, and that's Norman McKay. And Norman McKay is a, a pastor of a failing church. And, and that whole concept, that whole framing narrative is, is a great way of introducing a lack of faith and a questioning of God. But in this mm. case, it goes from questioning Uno Deus yes. to a pack of deuses. Yes, Deus Maximus. Deus, yeah, that. Um, so, it, I mean, there's that interesting thing. And the Spectre is his guide through this kind of universe. And the Spectre is always an interesting character for me, um, Michael, because he's divinely appointed by God. Yeah, it's um, very interesting you've called him a character, though, Ben. The Spectre is a very yeah, interesting plot device. Yeah, that's probably a better way of putting him, really, isn't it? Isn't he? He's not really a character, is he? No, unless he's Oliver Queen, in which case, big grim boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look on his beard. I've just spo- spoiled the Arrowverse for anybody who's still... Oh, no, no, Ben, that plot line spoiled the Arrowverse. Don't worry about it. I've <laughs> <laughs> taken oh, them down goodness. a peg there, Ben. <laughs> Got him. Anyway, um, DC were more hesitant, I suppose, um, to embrace this kind of um, narrative, this this kind of idea. So they firmly rooted it in their Elseworlds series. Oh. Um and, and they made it very clear. So it wasn't a, a special mini event in the same way. It was, oh, this is an Elseworld, a what if, um, right. if you will. Um, and to do that, they, they brought in all these these new heroes because they, they didn't really want to take 
the very identifiable heroes that they have. So they created alternate versions of them and kind of different versions, the overpowered versions of them to play around with so that nobody get confused between current continuity and Kingdom Come continuity. Well, all the famous characters are much older. Yes, they're bloody old boys, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, the one who's done the worst is poor old Batty Man. Yeah, he's not looking um, too great. He's in <laughs> brace. He's oh, I'm in struggle. bits. <laughs> I'm in bits, lads. This, oh, look at me. <laughs> Who would have thought that years of putting my body on the line had come back to haunt me? Oh. Yeah. Funnily enough, though, old Ollie Queen, spry as anything. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, he's got a little moustache. Yeah. He's got a little grand, he's, yeah, he's doing grand. Um, so I suppose the the central conceit here, Michael, is there's, there there has been a bit of a twilight of the 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 good old heroes of yesteryear. Mm. Um, and Superman is mysteriously missing from the the first half the first half of the series. Um, and he's then had he's a strop, kind of, Ben. He's had a strop. <laughs> he's had a strop, and he's gone off. Superman's had a strop. Yeah, he's had a big old strop, and he's gone off. That's what's happened. It it is a little bit, Michael. In in modern parlance, it's like two influencers were having a follower count, and somebody won. The other one was like, "Fine, I quit." Yeah, I'm not going to be an influencer anymore. Because that's exactly what happens. Um, what's introduced in this, Michael, is a, a new character called Magog. Yeah. Um, terrible name, but anyway. I, we'll, oh, sorry, I read it as Cable. I <laughs> oh, see what I've done. <laughs> Very good, Michael. Um, so Magog, as you've rightly pointed out there, Michael, is kind of a symbol of this new wave. Um, of comic book hero, the the anti hero or the the overkill hero or whatever you want to call them, the the ultra violent hero. Yeah, the nineties um, heroes. The nineties heroes, exactly. He's got a big metallic base costume. Yeah, big shiny. It's all no shiny. No good. No good looking whatsoever. Yeah, I he's mean, a bit garish. If I had one criticism about this comic book, it's that Alex Ross clearly. Oh no, no. Look, I'm not going to put words into the creator's mouth, but. The, the gritty, edgy, dangerous anti-heroes of the 90s are not presented in a good light in this no. comic book. And in in kind of tandem with that, the person who designed the characters in this probably shouldn't have had a hand in designing gritty 90. They probably should have got someone else to do it because yeah. every one of them looks like muck. It's like somebody got a Debbie Harry cover. <laughs> they are the worst. They it's are what a 50-year-old man thinks punks are. <laughs> there is not one interesting character design outside of the future versions of the main characters. They are incredible. Interesting. They're yeah. incredible. They're brilliant and they're timeless and they've all reappeared multiple times throughout the years, basically. Armored, yeah, they're so iconic. Armored Hal Jordan has become like that's the de facto look of old Hal Jordan yeah um, dark dark star, dark black Superman um, yeah, golden chicken Wonder Woman Bat we Price, saw Bloody Batman. Wonder Woman 1984 they're all there. there Ben but you don't see Magog popping up at Comic Con <laughs> Magog hasn't had too much of a he shelf hasn't life had too much. <laughs> having said that Ben does the character in this of let's call her Joker's daughter oh. does she predate Harley Quinn I would um, no 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 no. Um, she uh, the animated series came out in nineteen ninety two. Nineteen ninety two. Okay, right, right, right. Okay. Uh, so she doesn't quite manage to predate her. Um, but she's an interesting character, isn't she? No, Joker's. 
Oh, okay. Fair I mean, she doesn't get any characterization. I don't think she's ever even called Joker's daughter. Not I've many just made of those that name up. Do yeah, they're they're no. I think she is Joker's daughter. I think you. I think you got it. Um, she got a lot of that characters. A lot of those characters there are, are two dimensional. Alex Ross doesn't like the '90s characters. They're just yeah, yeah. like, oh, this is no good. America Mando is no use at all. America Mando is. Oh, it's awkward. Yeah. Um, it's but true. there's so the the inciting event here, Michael. I suppose is the most interesting thing and probably still relevant to today's American culture. Um, the it's use of excessive is fighting the other mutants, and then <laughs> he, oh no, hold on, no, that's another story. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. wait, that's also by Mark Wade. No, that was Mark Miller. Oh, oh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, we'll on, get to that in a second. Anyway, um, it's it's a little a little a little uh, dissection of excessive force, Michael. Because um, Magog, yeah, no good. Um, no good. He 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 decides to end the, the the vicious circle, Michael. The vicious cycle of of arresting the lads, putting them in the local insane asylum or ultramax security prison. Yeah, waiting. For give or take a month or two until somebody, be it their sidekick, long lost son, henchman, freak of nature accident, mm-hmm. other villain who needs a team up, comes along and breaks them out. And Michael, if I was a normal person living in a, in a comic book world, God, that'd be stressful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just turning on the news and being like, oh, Joker's out again. So, you know, lock your doors. Uh, won't do much good. But, you know, give them a lock. Give them a lock because uh, there's no use and he's coming to get you. Probably don't go to any public events. Probably don't drink any water because he might poison that. Or, you know, pull an L stunt. Uh, sorry, just stay inside. And mm. even then, he might just pump Joker gas into your vents. And it's no good, Michael. Um, so naturally, people are a bit sick and tired of it. So Magog comes along and he's like, well, you know what? We could just kill him. And, of course, Superman says, well... Well, listen here now, son. There's listen such a thing me. as due process in this country. You son of a bitch. Um, uh, but uh, Magog doesn't listen. He just uh, he just fries Joker in 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 a in a public style execution. Yeah, I think Joker deserved that though because he's no use. Joker's a real prick. I'm kind of with Magog on that one. Yeah, no, he should have been taken out a long time ago, Michael. Yeah, dead long easy as well. Long time ago. No powers. He's only a man. Shoot him with your purple stick thing. Yeah, hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit yeah. me. Hit me. Zap zap him with Um, your purple stick, as they say. Or just, you know, don't catch him when he falls off a building through his own actions. Don't wrap the batarang rope around his leg and keep him. Just be like, oh, no, oh, no. Just Michael Keaton him right off the edge of that bloody building. Yeah, it's much handier. Michael Keaton had the right idea. Yep. Michael Keaton was just like. So anyway, Ben. Yeah. It turns out that the Justice League come back. Yep. And they've got no time for any of these whippersnappers. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll whip him into shape I'll sort it out Ben and they come back and they um, squadron, squadron Supreme the situation yeah they get everybody in line yeah through hook or by crook Ben mostly by hook uh, yeah it's, it's it's not like a lot of people want to work with them and then the ones that don't want to work with them the ones that give them a little bit of sass or oh, they get taught a lesson by the yeah. old timers mm-hmm. Um now that you mention it, Michael, it does read a bit like a boomer fantasy, doesn't it? Oh, oh very much so, could, yeah. Look at these do. young people with their leather wear. If we I could just them put them in jail, that'd show them. 
Mark Wade wasn't that old when he wrote this either. No, you should know better. Um, Mark Wade's affectation with regards to comics has al- has always been though the all American comic way. Like his 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 art approaches what we might call iconography, Michael, where it. Mm-hmm. Just glorifies superheroes in in all aspects. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second, Michael, because right. um, there's there's many more interesting points to be had there. Um, so the 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 culmination, I suppose, of this is is the superhero again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a big the, fight. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a big old bash. It's a big mm-hmm. old bash, Michael. Yeah, it's a bit muddy, um, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it's a big flurry of heroes. There's just so many people to keep up with, Michael. It's just there's like, so Jesus many people Christ. shooting lasers at each other, Ben, and ninety percent of them I have no clue who they are. And I've read almost every comic book. All of them, in fact. Yeah, almost one. all of them. Yeah, just uh, this Kingdom Gun issue four. The <laughs> only comic book I haven't read. Very, very poor for this particular podcast. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Coming to the end of that, uh, there's the big superhero again and all the little, the teeny bopper superheroes see the light and they're like, oh, no more bloodshed. Oh, no more war. We'll join um, up with you, Batman. Yes, we long for the days back in the good old days with the spandex and the bright primary colours and the putting the lads in the prisons. Mm. Um, and so they all get on board. And of course, there's one last little little hiccup, Michael, and that's been, what What if Lex Luthor's been pulling the strings all along? Um, well, that is a, that simultaneously is and isn't the main hiccup, though, isn't it, though, if you think about it? Go on. Because, okay... Lex Luthor was pulling Captain Marvel's strings in what has gone on to become a very famous comic book trope of the character with two versions not being the version who you thought he was. Yes. It happens all the time with the Hulk now where the Hulk is really Bruce Banner or Bruce Banner's really the Hulk. or uh, Yeah, or Captain Marvel's really Rick Jones or Rick Jones is really Captain Marvel or anyone and everyone is always the other one than the one that you thought the one was. Yeah, because they never transform back and you're like, wait, maybe it's not. Well, who's who's driving that Goliath? It's huh? just Billy Batson and then Batman gives him a punch in the mouth. But that whole uh, Lex Luthor and his um, human liberation front working together to, to stop the superheroes yeah. and then coming unraveled because Batman outsmarts them. Grand, fine, typical Batman. And yeah. Billy Batson z- zooms off and has one of the most iconic superhero fights of all time, Ben. Yeah, the big old, the big old rumble in the sky. Probably, I would say, in the top three iconic Superman fights. Oh yeah, it's a huge moment. I mean, there are only, like, there's Superman versus Billy Batson in this. Mm-hmm. There's Superman versus Doomsday. Oh, it's a classic. In uh, the death of Superman. And then there's Superman versus the nuclear man in Superman for the quest for peace. Oh, look, it's a classic, Michael. Superman 4. He's got long, sharp nails. <laughs> He's got long, sharp nails. And he gets them with him. Ah, scratchy, scratchy. Scratch. Um, so uh, that's that's what it culminates in, Michael. And then the the the, the, the Trinity, the, the DC Trinity, Michael, um, Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman, they, they have a burger together. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that yeah. Wonder Woman's having a child. Yeah. With Superman, with, with Super old Superman. Superman. She hasn't aged, he has, just to make it a bit creepier. Fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Uh, so that's happened, and they're going to have a baby, and they'd like Bruce to be the godfather, classic. Yeah. Um, and that, that kind of glosses over one of my favourite parts, um, Michael, is that uh, Batman has essentially turned Gotham City into a, 
a giant conservative wet dream. He's turned where... it into a, a police state, Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a giant nightmarish hellscape. <laughs> and he keeps it, and it says it introduces it very casually, but easily has the most horrific consequences outside of the Flash, who lives between the seconds of a clock and sees everybody doing everything. That's fucking weird. I thought that was great because the writers at DC and no individual writer is guilty for this, but they've forever pushed Flash further and further and further from being a workable character. Yeah, if someone he's... is that fast, that's really that is, I think, the best end game for the Flash. Just in an eternal loop. He's just in a constant state of non-stop motion. He doesn't speak. He doesn't interact with people anymore. He just constantly zooms around the world, saving as much as many people as he can. Mad. Brilliant. Mad. Great. Mad. Looks like Jay Garrick as well. Not um. Yeah, they gave him the old. Uh, they gave him the old Hermes helmet. Exactly. Yeah, they wanted it. Wait, look, Alex Ross is a man for the classics, Michael. Alex Ross is a, is a man for the classics. But yeah, there's a lot of big themes played around with there, uh, Michael. You know, the the theory of disenchantment, the L, the L loss of your gods. Don't ever meet your heroes, or do, and and have be set on the right path. You know, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but the art, Michael, the arts. Well, hold on a second. Go on. We have to address the fact that there is one woman in this comic book, and she's a bitch. <laughs> It's uh, It doesn't do right by Wonder Woman, by any stretch of no. the imagination. No. Wonder Woman, she's the only lady in it. I think she's the only lady who speaks other than Selena Kyle, who has one line. And <laughs> she is no use. She yeah. instigates the whole thing. She's just like, I'm angry because I can't be on my, on my planet thing anymore. So I'm going to kill everyone. And all of you better follow me because I'm Wonder Woman. Because I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> And I'm going to go stabbing people left, right and centre. This German fellow over here, I'm going to stab him right through the chest. You could argue it's all my fault, but doesn't matter. Because now well, we sorted it out and we're all grand. We're everybody's everybody's <laughs> friends now. Yeah, everyone else is dead. Now. Everyone else is dead. Loads of people are dead. There's been two nuclear explosions. Everyone else is dead. All the other heroes are dead. There's like seven <laughs> of us left. But let's have a baby. Sorry, everything. It does. It does whack a little bit of current U.S. politics, though. Where you know anyone who had a hand in in recent events in the U.S. Capitol would be like, "Look, it wasn't me." I mean, we could argue it was me, but it wasn't me. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're just gonna move on from it. We're just gonna yeah. move on from it. It's fine. It's mm, fine. Mm, mm. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, poor Wonder Woman got done dirty. She got done dirty. This is really? not a good look for Wonder Woman. I mean, she has lots of iconic looks. She looks like Linda Carter, and she's got, um, she's got the chicken suit, which is incredible looking, yeah. and you know, but yeah, she's not a sympathetic character in this. Not at all. Not, Not at all. in the slightest. And Wonder Woman traditionally, Ben, would be the voice of reason in this kind of thing. Yeah, because she has the lasso of truth, Michael. She's got the lasso of truth. And she's the one who's like, Clark, let's think about this for... This is my Gal Gadot impression. Let's wow. think about this for a moment. But not in this. In this, she's like, just let's stab them. Let's just stab them. <laughs> They're twigs. They're twigs. Let's, let's just stab them. They'll be grand. <laughs> Put them all Look. in prison. And if they try and get out, we'll kill them. Look, I've got a big sword. I've got a big sword. Got oh, big sword. What are you going to tell me to do, Clark? Sit in the big, corner with my big sword? Got big flappy wings. Got my sword. Got to kill why everyone. Would you waste a, why would you waste a great set of wings and a big old swordy boy? Hmm? Yeah, hmm? I mean, you wouldn't want to recommend this comic to a Wonder Woman fan. 
No, it's not Wonder Woman in a traditional sense. It's it's Bitter Woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is yeah okay. So there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of sub, uh, subliminal misogyny going on through a little bit of the issue. All right, possibly. But um, I mean, the, I mean, the worst thing about her being Bitter Woman is she gets no comeuppance either. No, no, she has a baby. <laughs> she has a baby at the end with Superman, and they're like, "Remember that? Remember that whole superhero war that was really essentially your fault? Glad yeah. that's over." Remember when I instigated like a, a worldwide mandate superhero on who could war. be a hero and who couldn't? Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's that. That is that is the bitch in the room taken care Sup- of. Super Wonder Woman is the villain of this comic. <laughs> it's the awful. Real villain it's, all they've, along. They've done her dirty. I do it not. It was support Wonder it. Woman all along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's an excellent point. She where got done where dirty. are we? Where are we? What are we doing? Ben, the art. Twenty-four minutes in the art. Tell us Michael. about the art. The, the art. Uh, look, it's Alex Ross. You know what you're getting, Michael. Beautifully. Mm. Beautifully painted, semi-realistic, as close to realistic as you get in a comic a lot of the time, um, art. And as I said to you earlier, Michael, he works more in iconography. He's big on solid composition and I would argue he makes some of the best art, but it's not to everyone's taste. I wouldn't say it's a bit stiff on occasion. I certainly didn't like it as much as I did when I first read this in the 90s. Okay, so take me through that because that's... Interesting. Well, I mean, it's very recognisably Alex Ross. You're looking mm-hmm. at it and you go, oh, look, it's Alex Ross. He's even painted himself in, Ben, to best I can tell. In which character? He is the chairman of the UN people who launches the nuclear bombs. I think he is. Okay, I'm going to look at that after this. Someone who knows the comic history better might be able to tell us if he is or isn't, but I, I think he is. I think he's put himself in there. Um, what was I saying? Sure, why not? The the comics are very or oh, sorry the comics the the characters first of all I just hate the designs of the edgy characters I've already said that um, and they just look so ridiculous I like the realism of it but it also hasn't aged very well because it looks like a realism if the characters were in the fifties yeah so you there's know, actually. I'm, it's a bit it's a bit dated. There's a super interesting reason for that. His mother um was uh, an advertising artist from the 40s and 50s. She used to do cigarette ads and fashion ads like you would see in Mad Men. Oh, um, good. You know the big poster boards so a lot of that was influential on his style but you're right it hasn't aged very well. It hasn't um, aged it's, terribly. It's a very well. dated style of art. And um, I found the compositions of the battle scenes where characters I've never heard of who are a little bit visually indistinct are <laughs> shooting different coloured beams at each other. A bit yeah. unengaging. You, you didn't you didn't enjoy a beam off. I didn't enjoy some of those beams being shot around. Having said that, though, Superman versus uh, Shazam might be one of the best comic book fights ever put on a page. Chef's kiss. One, num, 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 absolutely delicious. Mm. I I love his Billy Batson. Incredible. His Billy Batson is excellent. I don't his, think there's a better man for a Captain Marvel Billy Batson. It's incredible, Ben. Um, I love his Superman. He looks like our friend Michael Bynes. He does. Um, he looks incredibly like Michael incredibly Bynes. Incredibly like our friend Michael Bynes. And I love his Batman. I love his Batman. The fact that it looks a little bit like an old Michael Keaton. I it, love yeah. it. 
His Wonder Woman looks a little bit like an older um, Linda Carter. There, but it's it's all very rooted in comics of when he grew up. Yeah, and it, I, I think in in some ways, I suppose, as as we said earlier, it really is Alex Ross saying "fuck you" to heavy render and anti heroes and big sharp metallic suits. And like there was nothing wrong with the comics I had when I was a young flip. Maybe um, we should bring some of those good old morals back. Nothing wrong with a nice, strong moral backbone to a story, mm. um, and his art does tend to represent that. Um, yeah, but it's 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 interesting stuff. But you're right; it has dated somewhat. Mm. It's mm. not quite as uh, as groundbreaking, and it it seemed like when it came out, it was like there's nothing else in comics like this. Mm. It was just like there's all other comics, and then there's Kingdom Come. That's it is. how big it was when it came out. In terms of quality, it does it did set itself apart very apparently, especially in an era where everything had heavy black cross hatching and yeah, tons yeah. of ink cable. And, you know what I mean? Cable. The character Pouches. Cable. Pouches. Pouches take hours to render, Michael. All so the many. seams. So many hours. So many hours. Um, Michael, uh, speaking of bloody uh, things it was influenced by and wasn't influenced by, what what what, what was this influenced by or, or what did it influence? Well, Benjamin, I'm forever reading it. Halfway through, I put it down. I went and got a cup of tea and I came back and I picked up Mark Grunwald's Squadron Supreme and I continued reading that for about 45 pages before I went, oh no, hold on a minute. I see what I've done here. I've bloody picked up the wrong comic, haven't I? Because they're the bloody same story. Yeah. So I mean, that's one of the big ones. Is, yeah, there's the same story. Supreme then. come first, or did? Yeah, yeah. Squadron Supreme was seventies, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Then never Squadron mind. Squadron Supreme was way earlier. Um, there's tons of Squadron Supreme in it. It's basically take the art style and the everyman perspective of Marvels, mix okay. it with DC characters and the plot of. Squadron Supreme with a little bit of Watchmen thrown in there and Whammo Jammo you've got yourself a kingdom come you've got yourself a kingdom come yeah Yeah. okay throw in a little bit of your Twilight of the Superheroes Ben which we might talk about someday we probably should talk about someday so I think that's a huge part of it is the Twilight of the Superheroes angle and the the whole Alan Moore approach to comics in general is is heavily influential in this Um. It's interesting that you brought up Civil War. It hadn't even occurred to me until you said it earlier. That Civil well, War... yeah, I mean, the inciting incident of this is uh, Parasite blowing up. Yeah. Because they have used excessive force to get him. Yeah. And that's almost exactly the story of Nitro blowing up in, yeah, uh, in Marvel. But Marvel, of course, was much later. So the, idea, later. the idea of a superhero blowing up because of excessive force or lack it's excessive force in this whereas in civil war it's carelessness yeah it's 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 a it's a reckless young fella yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's <laughs> re- recklessness is a better word actually bloody so they're not exactly youth. the same <laughs> bloody youth bloody young bloody people like you know what he should do as a penance he should put on a suit that has spikes that point inwards as some sort oh, of penance yeah, he yeah they call him the pirates of penance <laughs> That'd be <there. laughs> very good. I have his little mini. I have the four issue series that brought you through how he became Penance. Hearts oh. of Penance. Oh, so much edge, Michael. Yeah, so that was Mark edge. Miller. That was Mark Miller. That wasn't Mark Wade. The only thing they have in common is the name Mark. Yes, that's about the only thing. So it's been fairly influential on that. It it has it shaped. I always thought Michael it shaped an awful lot of Bruce Timm's Justice League Go on. animated series. Yes. I find the 
those iconic characters are um, heavily based on the work of Alex Ross and a lot whenever they did an alternate history version or an alternate universe version a lot of those Alex Ross characters would crop up time and mm. time again the older Batman the the Metallo Batman the the exoskeleton Batman they would all come back again and again and again um, and there's that amazing run in that series about the Justice Lords yes and a lot of the logic of them is taken directly from Kingdom Come. The whole the Squadron Supreme side of things, the whole taking over the world for its own good. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, sorry, I meant uh, to say Squadron Supreme. I misspoke there. No, no, you didn't. You, that was that's... no. I know. I was. I was making the comparison to Kingdom oh, Come. Oh, you were doing the they... same joke that I yeah. was doing. Yeah. Very good, yeah, Benjamin. Sorry. I would say that um, other than Wonder Woman being a murderous lunatic uh, and warmonger. It also is a kind of crystallization of the relationship between the three of those characters. Yeah. Other than the fact that she's a murderous, murderous lunatic. But it's okay because she had a baby. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, I, I think it, it does cement that and gives you something I often think is lacking in Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman stories is they, they are very close in a, a weird you know trauma bonded way of we've saved the world so many goddamn times dear god um, and oh, it does yeah. always kind of come back to them mm. and it, it's it's a nice way of looking at it I don't know I liked it Michael I still I like, like it I still like it it's good I, I read it in a single sitting I was that was a joke about going for a cup of tea I read it in a single <laughs> sitting it flies by it's so engaging it's so interesting despite multiple read throughs I've read this thing maybe 20 times now yeah um, if I've read it once I've read it 20 times and it's still interesting it's still got loads of great ideas it's the definitive kind of DC alternate future story which has been repeated so many times now and so many different variations of it's the future but this person's bad and, and never it's the quite fu- as well never quite as well never quite so iconically and um, it is i would say funnily enough the defining shazam story of that era <laughs> despite fair. him being a minor character yeah but it's fair. the most interesting thing that anyone had done with shazam since he was invented i would arguably argue. still now one of the still most possibly villains. The most interesting thing about Shazam is him being an easily morally led young person who could be used as a weapon to stop Superman. Because he's fundamentally a child, Michael. Exactly. I mean, that would be even great with the Zachary Levi version from the current movies to have this big goofy idiot be in his child form radicalised. Duped. And then come exactly duped, Ben hoodwinked, mm. and then suddenly you get an angry or manic Zachary Levi fighting um, Henry Cavill. I'd pay for that. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I think I would. I think we'd both go see that. Right, DC, get that. in touch with us. We've got some yeah. ideas. Yeah, we've stolen them from the comic book Kingdom Come by Mark Wade and Alex Ross. From but we've got some ideas. Yeah, we're just going to basically say, copy this thing that you already own the rights to and pay us for some reason. Yeah, give, give it to us. Give it you to us. Give it to send us. It yeah, send yeah, it send our way. Send it our way. We could use it. Um, so, Michael, 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 if Blenjamin. you enjoyed this, what else did you enjoy? Kingdom Come, Ben. Uh, yeah, Kingdom Come's very good. Um, oh, this is Kingdom Come, sorry. Oh, Marvels, done it again. Marvels. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably enjoy yourself at Marvels. Um, get yourself some Justice. Justice What's is that? another run that Alex Ross um, illustrated. 
um, for DC and it was written by I think it was Mark Wade again I think it was them repairing it's like the less successful young uh, older brother younger brother of Kingdom Come ah right um, oh, very good where all the villains in DC banded together and made the world a better place and made um, superheroes defunct you would probably enjoy a little bit as well Ben the video game Injustice oh yeah that's a good one that's there's, a good one. There's a lots of this. There's lots of the the DNA of this in that. Mm, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, and Kingdom uh, Come, Kingdom Come, and Kingdom or, Come. I mean, I mean, Squadron Supreme. Get some oh. Squadron Supreme in you, Ben. Get that into you, Cynthia. Get um, it into you. So yeah, that's that, that. That's pretty good, Michael. But you know what I want to know, Michael. What do you want to know? I want to know what the listeners think. Very good. Mm. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, you can get in touch with us in loads of ways, but the primary way that Michael likes to get in touch with people is Discord. Get up on the Discord. Hop up on the Discord. Get There's yourself, a link on the webpage. Go get yourself a bloody phone. Get an or internet a, or connection. Or a computer, Ben. Or a computer. Didn't yeah. know it went on computer. There's a desktop app, Ben. There's a desktop app, lads. No Or excuse. you can just do it straight through the browser. Oh, just do it directly through your browser, lads. Get on the Discord. And have a chat with us in real time. Tell us what you'd like to hear on the podcast. Tell us whether you agree or disagree with us. Don't criticise me too harshly. I'm very sensitive and I might He's cry. He's very sensitive. He might um, cry. But the best thing about Discord is you can't see me cry, lads, so it doesn't get uncomfortable. It's great. You can. If we do a live stream, they can, <laughs> Ben. You can do a screen share. Someone could come on and say, Ben, you absolute dumbass, here's why all your opinions are wrong. And you could screen share them live, you crying. I didn't know you could type under the table while we were talking together. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I can. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't fancy getting up in the Discord, but you really should get in the Discord. Get up um, on it. You can find us on Instagram at Collecting Issues Podcast or Collecting Issues. I think it's just Collecting Issues. Um, at Collecting Issues on the Instagram. Um, Hold on, Ben. I'll just check with our social media manager there for a second. <laughs> ben, what's the name of our uh, Collecting Issues it's Discord? It's at Collecting Issues. It's at Collecting Issues. Um, you can also, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. find us at Shomra Bjog um, on Instagram as well. And if you don't like any of that, go yeah. on the interwebs at www. Shomrabeog.com S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com It means tiny room in Irish uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts, opinions We'd love to hear what you'd like to hear On the podcast in the coming weeks um, And just to end this one In two weeks time, Michael and the listeners yes. uh, We'll be taking a look at Skip uh, By Molly Mendoza And artist Nobrow Nobrow? Nobrow Oh Shave Ben I'm off. intrigued already Shave them off um, So we're going to be taking a look at that uh, next week The uh, super interesting Dimension hopping uh, shenanigans comic So that'll be good crack um, oh, And we're taking a look at that in two weeks That's it from us ladies and gentlemen for this week uh, Bye bye oh, Goodbye been, Ben <laughs> This has been a pile of comics Your bi-weekly comic book book club It's not called that <laughs>